Hey guys, today on the Latch Mama podcast, we have Patience with us. Um, Patience is a very dear friend and she is here to talk to us about birth photography, I don't know, birth in general, motherhood, serving others, um, and some of her big goals and dreams for the future. So hope you enjoy it. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. Um, hi. Hi. How are you? Hey, I want to tell you, I think you have a really good podcast voice. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's like the tattest but sexy. Like, it oh, totally works. I like it. Everybody sounds better when you put a mic in front of them, I feel like. You think that's it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, hi. How are you? Good. Do you want to tell people who you are? It's a very loaded question. I know. it's. It sounds so simple. It should be like a simple answer. I don't know why not that for it's you. not. Yeah. You're so many things. Oh, dear. I'm tired is what I am. Tell the... <laughs> I feel you on that one. Um, so my name is Patience. Um, I am a partner to a really rad guy, George. He's really, really dear. And he's still really sexy. Um, and I have four kids, um, ages 11, 13, um, 14. No, wait, 11, 14, <laughs> 17, and almost 20. Wow. Yeah. You're so far ahead of me in life. No. But it's good. No, it is good. And I think like when you're in it, when you have little children, like you don't, you don't know what you're holding. Yeah. And you don't know what you're building yeah i like now i look back and i'm like oh my gosh like we held so much <laughs> like it's yeah. a lot to keep people alive every once in a while like one of the older ones will like have this like big thing like that just feels so big yeah and i'm like oh my gosh like your feelings were hurt or like something major that you don't even think about when like you're in the trenches of the little ones and it's uh yeah, it only gets bigger, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And I think there there has to be some sort of grace or kindness because like you don't know when your kids get older that they, they sort of need you. Like it's like infant return or something, yeah. but it's just different kind of parenting. And so like the same uh, way, like I wouldn't tell a mom with kids that are 12 and up, like get your crap together. You'd be like, do you need a nap? The same way you would say to a mom with yeah. a newborn, like you're exhausted. I hear you. Um, but anyway, yes, back to who I am. So I have four kids. Um I'm a kindness worker, and that's a whole other topic for another we'll day. Get there. Who knows? We might get there today because we have no plan. And I'm a birth and hospice photographer, so I shoot birth and death. Um, had a really hard time, sort of fell into that work. Never thought that I would do that, um, but I could. I just couldn't do like family sessions and stuff like that. It, it was hard for me to make anybody do anything. Yeah, and so the magic of of birth <laughs> is that you are watching something really, really real unfold. Yeah. And, and all I have to do is reflect back what, what I see, which oftentimes is like the insane power of women and partnerships. And like, I, I, I sometimes I just think to myself, I look in the lens and I think, Oh my gosh, like I, I can't, I, I can't believe she's doing this right now. When patience shoots things that, I would never in a million years like I think that there's birth photography in the world and then there's somehow what patience captures and mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a God play in it. I, I, I'm still kind of marveled sometimes by what I see come out uh, from the other side of your camera. I mean, it is 
incredible the moments that you somehow capture. Mm. Do you, you're not trained. Correct. No, I have literally no training. I'm completely self-taught. I know I've never been to a class in my entire life, which is greatly saddened by my husband and other people around me. They were like, you could just you should have gone to a class. But it all I think for me it's really intuitive. And mm-hmm. so the skill came, but the but the intuition was so deeply there to re, to seek. I can't I can't take pictures of anything that's not there. Yeah. So everything that you see about women or or birthing people or humans like that that's all you (laughs) like I like people compliment my work but when I go back and look I'm like I that's you like that's what you did yeah you know yeah and I think like I've watched birth photography just kind of blow up in the last few years and I shot my first birth almost a little over 10 years ago um, and I took a break to do some other work that was really in the forefront um, some kindness work that was really, really important in my life. But I think the thing that I've really noticed about birth photography now is like we're we're hitting like this trend, yeah, crazy. Like you get a you know you have a wedding photographer, you have a birth photographer. But I guess a little bit of my concern is when we see that it's like what do we what do we want? What do you want in a birth photographer? Like you you know you want to capture this crazy important moment in your life, but like what does it look like? And I think the thing I always tell people is that. The most important thing more than anything, I mean, you obviously want someone whose work you've seen that you feel good about, but is that you feel good about that person being in a room with you Absolutely. during one of the most like intimate moments of their lives. Like you, you have to sit with that person or talk to that person and you have to feel that vibe out. Like, yeah. is this someone I want close to me? if I happen to poop unexpectedly, <laughs> like, because Absolutely. that shit is going to happen. Like, yeah. like, does this person feel like accessible? Almost like for me, it's like the question I ask myself is like, does this person feel like a sister? Yeah. Like, does this person, I, I feel safe. And I say this to my clients, but I know this is really taboo and no one else probably said this, but I say, you know, I want you to know at any point in this process, you can fire me. Yeah. And and the reason that is is because it's more important that you feel safe in a birth space than it is that you even have pictures. And so people always laugh and I don't I don't, I think I was only fired once. <laughs> but it was a birth that I was so proud of her. I was so happy she did it. Like and she just didn't want you there. Well, what happened was the birth was unfolding and it was looking like she was going to have a section and at that moment like like birth is absurd like you're being observed yeah and photography is a camera in a room and she just knew herself and she knew that that was not it wasn't going the way that she Mm -hmm. wanted and she didn't want that photographed and for other people like they want that photograph it's proud they're happy but for everyone's different and all the needs are different so the one thing I would tell you is meet and talk to people and make sure you feel really comfortable and really good with them um, I think that's a life lesson for anybody yeah. that, is in, that is anybody that is near you when you were in labor having a baby. Like yeah. and they joke, you know, if you wouldn't want them, ha- if you wouldn't want them in the room when you're having sex, yes. like, do you feel yes. comfortable having them around you when you're birthing your baby? Yeah, and even- it's such an intimate, intimate thing. Even if you're rolling up to the hospital and you know, you want to get an epidural immediately yep. and you're going to lay in a bed and eat ice chips and do whatever. It's still a super intimate experience that you should really be present for, mm-hmm. you know? And you don't want anybody there that's going to prevent that from happening. No, totally. And you also want somebody that's like sort of part of your birth team that 
if you have a doula or if you have whoever, whatever other providers you have with you that can kind of like be on the team and we're all sort of here to serve and love on you. Like you need that kind of vibe, I think, across the board. Some photographers are really comfortable just being a fly on the wall. Some photographers, like I know really amazing people that'll get down in there and hold your leg yeah. and, and stop and take a picture. Yeah. Like, so you have to kind of decide what you want for yourself. But I would definitely say talk, 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 and then go and look at their work and oftentimes like it's it's really okay to ask like hey can you send me a whole birth a whole session because what we see on instagram is really someone's bestie best best work yep. understandably um but ask to look at all of their work another another thing too is ask really clear questions on what is required when some birth photographers won't see you until you take a deposit some want it at the end um but I just think like there's certain things like credentials don't necessarily make someone qualified, but they have to qualify in your heart. They have to qualify with Absolutely. your vibe. They have to qualify with your style of photography and they have to sort of meet. Think of your yourself like this person is for you. Um, and if you end up on the other side with no pictures, that's totally fine, too. And. You know, I feel like we sometimes set expectations of birth that you need to have, you know, the best, you know, robe to put on afterwards. Mm-hmm. Or you need these matching pictures afterwards or you need all of these things that need to be perfect. You need pictures. At the end of the day, I'm not I've I've had all sorts of things. I've had the birth that was in the back of the car and that I have a video simply because my husband had to turn on the camera. The only way that the flashlight worked on the iPhone then mm-hmm. was to have the camera. So I have this like complete me in shock having a baby in the back of the car so my husband could have light so we could figure out what the heck was happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have that version. And then I have midwife taking photos for a couple. I have a wedding photographer who tried to be a birth photographer for one, which was fine and worked out fine. And then I have mm-hmm. patients' photos for one of them as well. But I mean, it took me a good five took me five births births to really truly say hey you know what that's cool let's add this to our bag of Mm -hmm. tricks like I'm okay with having somebody there that is gonna take some pictures and my husband still wasn't completely on board but it, it it worked out and it was good but it's not necessary and I think that we need to be careful that we're not mm. complicating things, I think, too much. So. Absolutely. And I also think, too, like you need someone that can sort of intuit and feel the feelings in the room. Mm-hmm. Like not all moments are meant to be photographed yep. and some are supposed to be held in your heart with your people. Mm-hmm. And so you need somebody that can read that. And also, too, like I know there's like my favorite moment in shooting birth. And I always sort of look for it. But, you know, like there's that classic shot of like, a bride or a partner walking down an aisle and you take the Mm -hmm. picture of the other of the person that they're Mm -hmm. walking to there's a similar shot in birth where and it usually it's usually reserved for first first labors where like you're in this moment and you have you're the only one in the room that can make that baby calm absolutely and we can do everything to support you but like you have to walk through it yeah and in that, I watch partners' faces, and there's this moment where they realize that, like, this is the person they love most, and there's nothing they can do. They can do. And I swear to you, like, that moment, like, that look on their face is the most helpless, deep love. Yeah. And 
I'm always amazed. Like when I look back, I'm like, I tell people like, that's how much that person loves you by that look in that moment, you know? And I think women, when they're in labor, they go to their labor land and Mm -hmm. they don't really know what's happening around them. And so one of the beauty, like part of the beauty of having birth photography is you know, you can go back and like, oh, he was holding my hand or she was holding my hand that way. Yeah. Or like that happened or I didn't remember when the dog came in. And, you yeah. know, like so it helps people recreate and put their stories back together, I think. And and so like the job of your birth photographer is to tell your story, mm-hmm. like what unfolded, what happened. And I think so oftentimes we have this like really idyllic vision mm-hmm. of what birth is going to be yeah. like. And we see women completely made up or and and that's fine if that's you like do it that's why you want to do it but I think sometimes then you get in it and you're like whoa like this isn't what I thought it might be like Mm -hmm. but then you can go back and say wow I also worked really really hard and I think I have all this love around me and yeah you know I think the going back part is cool I've heard a lot of people who will go back and revisit their birth photos not because they want to print them and put them all over the walls but Mm -hmm. the motherhood is hard and the days are long and to know that you have done something so strong and so magical you can get through the tantrums and you can get through the sleepless nights because you know at the end of the day you did this great great thing and you have photos of yourself doing it um, that you wouldn't have, you know, if you didn't invite somebody into the space. It's so true. Like I had this one mom call me and she had this horrible she had a really challenging postpartum and just baby had some issues and, and some of it was gastrointestinal. Like some of it, it was like a multiple things. It was Billy Rubin. It was mm-hmm. all these things happening at the same time. And it was really hard for her to sort out what was happening when. And so it really like jogged her mother's intuition. It wasn't her first baby, but she was like, what do I do with this baby? I can't even figure out what's wrong, yeah. you know? And, and she told me that she used to go back at night at the end of the night when she would crawl into bed and she said she just wanted to cry and she would pull up this one picture where she was pushing him out. That's so cool. And she said she looked like such a badass, like every vein in her neck was pushed out and every, and she kept said, told me like, I kept telling myself like, if I can do that, I can do this. It's awesome. You know? And so like, I don't think we know always the impact, you know, I had another mom tell me too that she looked back at her pictures and the birth didn't go the way that she wanted and I thought it was such a true response she said I've never felt so sad and so proud at the same time and I just thought that was such a good picture because the the truth is like we do all this preparation for birth and we buy these you know Mm. all these things and we do all these things but like you have to go live your life with a baby after that. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to do all these things. And so you need people in your corner. You need um, all these little parts. Like you need your nursing top that makes you feel cute. Like you need <laughs> latch, like, mama, latch mama plug there. Yeah, like you need, you need your pictures to go back and look at. You need somebody to call you and be like, you know, like you need sisters. You need support. You need... Mm-hmm people that come behind you and remind you about who you are and what you can do and that you are doing it. Like it doesn't end at labor. Yeah. And I think that there's some sort of magic in perhaps stretching yourself enough to invite somebody other than a care provider or a partner into your birth space. And I can't Mm. believe I'm really saying this because I've always been an advocate of, 
you know, shut that shit down. You know, you, your partner, your care provider, you don't need anybody else. But it's really actually nice sitting here with patients and knowing that, you know, she was at my leg when my water was broken. She Mm -hmm. saw this baby come out of me in a very, very bizarre, weird Mm -hmm. way that I birth very strangely. And it's like no one I have ever seen. (laughs) I have mad respect after that birth. There was new levels of just like awe. (laughs) But it's so funny because like I don't have anybody like somebody comes in and talks about birth and I don't I have a really hard time sometimes connecting with the Mm -hmm. natural birth narrative that it is the the hardest thing you'll have to ever do in your life because mm-hmm. for me for some reason the way my body's built mm-hmm. the way my my birth babies it's not the hardest thing that I have to do it mm-hmm. a 45 minute cardio workout is harder for me mm-hmm. than having a baby so it's really nice for me to have somebody other than a care provider and other than a partner who just kind of looks at me and says well why isn't that great isn't that a good thing it's not hard mm-hmm. you know it's really nice to have somebody else that I can relate to that can, can say hey you were there like you know, can we talk through it a little bit or something like that? So I think opening up the birth space a little bit, mm-hmm. if you're confident enough to do it sometimes, will give you those people sometimes in your corner once yeah, you get on the I, other side of it. I also think too, like, and those people can also pop up at different times yep. of our journey, right? Because I always say like everyone that has a path to parenthood, right? Mm -hmm. And we're not even just talking birth, we're talking adoption, we're talking anybody, anybody that has a child. There is a point in pregnancy or your birth or your postpartum where you will feel like, I, not even like, you not even might not recognize it, but you might be like, I don't, I can't do this or I don't know how I'm gonna do this Mm -hmm. or I don't. And that is the very moment that you become the mother absolutely that's the moment you become a parent and for some people that like they have these horrible hard pregnancies and then they breeze through these births and but they have their moment Mm -hmm. and some people get it a couple times you know like some people and I don't know why but those are the moments that make us like the parent to this baby Mm -hmm. in this moment and everybody has to walk it so like what does that look like for you and who do you want around you and also too like knowing that your thing your birth might be really really easy and so and you're like then we start telling ourselves these stories like well why isn't mine or what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. or but we don't you don't know like you don't know the postpartum that somebody else is walking through and you don't know the pregnancy that someone else is walking through which makes it so much more important that we sort of hold ourselves all of us yeah in this like little space of grace and mercy you know or you don't know what kind of kid you're gonna have you don't know if you're gonna have Mm -hmm. a kid that's hard or Mm -hmm. different or needs you in a certain way like um and so like we talk about birth and we talk about birth photography we talk about all these things but actually I think it's all these other things around it that that matter um and that sort of make the whole experience so I would I would say more than anything relationally like how do you feel about these people yeah um and what do you need in that and what do you want for yourself and what do you want for everybody else like what do you want other people to have you know like live the thing that you want for everyone um so Talk to me a little bit about where you see your work going from here. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Um, I, I mean, I, I've shot for a long time and a, a lot of births, and I, I didn't know where that would land for me. Um, but I think where it's taking me now is I really have a desire to 
I've never thought of myself as an artist, believe it or not. <laughs> I've never even really thought we of myself. Will, uh, we, we will link to Patience Instagram below this podcast. But uh, if you also don't believe she's an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never thought of myself even as a photographer. It's a weird space. I think for me, it has the call is to people mm -hmm. and to loving and serving people. However, that unfolds. I'll never forget. Like I was at a birth one time and somebody said I was washing the dishes and and her husband came out and said, hey, like she's really worried that you're washing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, cause you know, all of us have that feeling, yeah. uh, you know, and I walked in and I said, okay, can I just like, just hear me out just for like a two seconds. Like, just let me talk to you. She, and we're in the middle of contractions and birth. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay, like if your mom or your sister walked in and they started doing your dishes, you would be like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Like I, and you would just let them do it and you wouldn't even think about it. And like, that would be that. And I said, can you let me like sister you today? Because like before somebody else sistered me and then tomorrow, some other day, it's going to be your job and you're going to yeah. go and you're going to open up the sippy cup that has three day old milk in it and you're not even going to bat an eyelash. Absolutely. You're yep. going to chuck that thing and keep going. Like, and she looked at me and she said, so sisters don't judge, right? Oh. And I said, nope, they sure don't. We all got our messages. And sure. I just remembered feeling that way myself. Like, um, and so like it was such a big lesson to me. She taught me a lesson that day that like we all need to sister each other. So the base and heart of my work is that. So whatever that looks like. But somewhere along the way, I've picked up this skill, this photography skill. And that's part of it. And I think what I love most about it is like showing you, like my only job is reflection, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm just showing you who you are. And like how you loved and what you held. And it's not pretty. I don't really like really pretty like togetherness. Like I, I will ask for the mess any mm -hmm. day of the week. I will choose that over and over and over There's again. There's so much beauty in it. There's so much beauty. And so it's really what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm far more interested in, in that and what is real, which is I'm sure why I landed in birth and death. Um, but now like... I just want to know what that looks like around the world. And I, I, I've made a little decision in my heart that I'm going to shoot birth and death around the world. Have you traveled extensively? Yeah. So what's interesting about that is a few years ago, um, my husband and I just kind of looked at each other and um, I came from a family that valued travel. Okay. Like my dad yeah. had literally died. And I said, dad, is there anywhere you wanted to go? that you didn't get to go. And he mm -hmm. said, yeah, no. I'm good. Awesome. And I, I was shocked. Like, who have you ever said, like where, yeah. you know, he had, he had just for his work and life and they valued that. We always had people of different cultures and just, it was, it was something in our home that was kind of held up. And so I didn't feel like that could happen for me. I don't have any money. I was living paycheck to paycheck. Like that just, I have four kids like, yeah. and I was happy. That was fine. Like I didn't feel like I was missing out, but I just didn't know how that would ever happen. Mm -hmm. And so we got rid of half of everything we owned and we moved to a house half the size. And with the idea that we could travel, we wanted the kids to know like the world is bigger than the United States. Absolutely. <laughs> so we ended up being able to travel and it's like super on the cheap. We eat street food and we yeah. like stay in the cheapest Airbnbs and we huddle all together. But it was literally the best decision I ever made for my family. And it brought us, sort of pulled us in together. And they still like not a week goes by that they don't talk about 
the trips and like my kids were just entering middle school when we did that and it was a really good decision so but I realized for me that that was even bigger like I want to go to India I want to go to Morocco I want to go to Chile I want to go to Slavobard. <laughs> like I want to go like I want to see Greenland. I want, you know, and so But you want to go and you want to serve and you want I want to serve and I also do not want to see a just a tourist perspective. Mm-hmm. Um I want to see what it means to like hold your baby at two o'clock in the morning in your culture with your food and your people. Like what does that look like? And um how is that accessible like what if birth isn't if home birth's not accessible in your world like what is and who are the people holding that up mm-hmm. like who are the people serving other people who are the sisters like yeah. who's the sister washing your food out of a bucket you're oh, you know yeah. instead of like what is that so cool yeah like what does that look like and how do we honor that and how do we find each other in that right because like the divisions are multiple and plenty, yeah. you know, but when you're a mom and you're nursing your baby and you're just trying to keep your head above water or it's going really well that day or, you know, yeah. whatever it looks like, like there's some mother or some birthing person or there's some human on another side of the world feeling the same way. And what does that look like for them? It's and, such a universe. It's such a yeah. universal things that you, that you shoot and that you capture that I know from, traveling around the world myself that it brings you such it's just this magical thing that it brings you perspective but at the same time you learn that there are so many different ways of doing things and one way is not necessarily (laughs) the right way and I know as a mother it's given me such a sense of grace for myself and for Mm -hmm. others like Mm -hmm. just watching you know babies swaddled on the back of motorcycles in China you know and like just when I remember I was in Tokyo for the earthquake and we had a walk home because the subway Mm -hmm. the subway was closed and the amount of children that took public transportation home from school Mm -hmm. you know where you know they're people in my life whose you know kids aren't allowed out of their sight and it's just such a it's it's just fascinating to me and it's fascinating how cultures can change motherhood and I'm sure can change birth and death Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and how we need to embrace it all because I think through embracing it all and learning about it we're going to grant ourselves grace and and really kind of learn that you know, we don't always do things the only right way. Oh, absolutely. And also too, like advocacy, like what's happening in birth in these places and what Venezuela. Yeah. 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 And like, who are the people doing that work? And also like, what does it look like to advocate for, for each other and for women worldwide and for girls and for, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm interested in all of that across the board. Like I want to see it. Um, and I just think, especially in our American culture, like we just have this tunnel, mm-hmm. and we're not doing view. it great. I mean, especially no. on the birth side, we're not we're not getting it right currently in terms of taking care of our moms and babies. So, no. you know, maybe we can learn how people do such a better job with so much less than we have. Absolutely. And, and I think when we get to the very human spaces and places yeah. of that, like I think that's where we find each other, and I also think it's where we learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really curious and interested and um, 
so I'm setting up contacts now. That's awesome. <laughs> so if anyone around the world, you latched mama people, um, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I have no idea how I'm going to pay for it. I have no clue. But I know now it's like, it's one of these things that's like, it's in your heart and you're like, oh, shit like I don't have to do that either way like, yeah, whether absolutely. it goes well or whether it goes terribly or yeah like I don't I don't know how I just know like from my previous work and the way that I move through the world like when something's in my heart like I have to follow it yeah and honor it whatever however it unfolds well, so we'll help you get there oh we'll hold, you, we'll hold you accountable <laughs> we're good at that around here um but I'm I excited that. I uh I can't wait to yeah. see the work yeah, me too. Um, cool. So thank you. Thanks for coming yeah. and playing. Okay. And I just want to tell you one more thing. Okay. Like only being a few years ahead, right? Because yeah. I look to the mothers that like they're empty nesting and their kids are all grown. I said, oh my gosh, just tell me. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> like tell me it all. I just want you to know like wherever you're at, whatever thing that you're in today, um, like you're holding and building something. Like No pressure. Don't, no pressure. No, no, no. It's the opposite. Like the work you're doing is more important than you'll ever know. And even if you're just surviving, like yep. my son always says, mom, sometimes it's just about surviving. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to know like your surviving is even better than you think. Yeah. Like you're doing it and it is hard and you don't even know how hard it is until you get to the other side and you don't, you won't know what you did, but I'm here to tell you that what you did is good and it's important. Aww. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not saying that with like to blow some sunshine. I'm telling you it's the truth. So like however you gave or whatever, like however tired you are, like you did the right thing. Like you're doing it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. And I want some old lady now to come tell me what I'm doing with my teenagers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go. We'll go find them. We'll go. We'll go hit the streets after Some this. wise woman. Come remind me what I'm doing right now because I have no idea. <laughs> so. Oh, if only they wrote books about right the kids we actually birth because none of them, I mean, the birth the books are never applicable to the actual life that you have in life <laughs> but anyways cool thank you for coming thanks for having me thanks for dreaming big we oh, love you man forever for and ever work. uh we're gonna link to patience's instagram below so stay in touch um and follow her work thanks, thanks so much, guys Mama. bye people